Father, in the name of Jesus, we just want to say thank you. Sweet Holy Spirit, we acknowledge your presence in our midst. We are asking that, Lord, you will have your way in this place. You would glorify yourself in our lives. You would magnify yourself in our situations. And that all the glory will return to you alone and you alone, O God. Father, as children, we have come to the table asking that, Lord, you would give us bread. Feed our spirits, O God. Transform our lives, O God, that the glory returns to you in the name of Jesus. Father, just like John the Baptist said, that I may decrease that you be on the increase. Father, I ask that, Lord, you will reveal yourself to us. I pray that our hearts will be good grounds for your word to be sown, O God. And that, Lord, any plan of the enemy to steal your word from us, Lord, we resist in the name of Jesus. And that, Lord, O God in heaven, your word would grow amongst us, O God. And fulfill that which you have designed it to accomplish. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name we have prayed. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. God be praised. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Again, um, welcome to church, everybody. For those who perhaps today is your first time, we believe that the Bible said that the steps of the righteous man are ordered by God. Hallelujah. So just say to your neighbor, you are not here by chance. Hallelujah. You are not here by chance. Hallelujah. You are here by God's choice. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's open our Bibles to the book of 2 Timothy. The book of 2 Timothy. And we're reading from verses 2 Timothy chapter 2. And we're reading from verses 19 to 23. 2 Timothy chapter 2 from verses 19 to 23. If you're there with me, say amen. And if you're not, you can join me as we read together on the screen. Hallelujah. Amen. And our usual manner, let's read together one to go. Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands sure. Having this seal, the Lord knows those who are his, and let everyone who names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some of honor and some of dishonor. Therefore, if any man cleanses himself from the letter, he will be a vessel of honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. Verse 22, flee also useful lust, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart, but avoid foolish and ignorant disputes, knowing that they generate what? Strife. May the Lord bless the reading of his word in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And the title of my sermon this morning is titled, The Demands of Honor. Hallelujah. The Demands of Honor. The Demands of Honor. And, to, and by the grace of God, um, this morning, we'll just be reflecting on what we have done um, 
uh, previously last Sunday and that would bring us into what we are going to be discussing uh, for today's topic and we started this month by pondering on the scripture in the book of Psalms chapter 8 from verse 3 you know like the song that we just sang now in worshiping God the writer of the song says that you know oh Lord my God when I consider everything that you have done hallelujah it says you know what I have no choice but to acknowledge that what you are a great God hallelujah and so in the same context we see the psalmist here saying when I consider your heavens and the works of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have ordained, it says, what is man that you are what? Mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him. And it said that the evidence that God has unique interest in man, it says that what? For you have made him a little lower than the angels and you have crowned him with glory and with honor. Hallelujah. You have crowned him with what? Glory and you have crowned him with honor. Hallelujah. Because you, the fact of it is the fact that when you compare the frailty of man with the majesty of God, all you can just help but to look at the limitations of man. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. When you consider a God so good, a God so big, a God so magnanimous, a God so, so kind, so loving, so merciful, and you begin to look at your failings, your shortcomings and your inadequacies. All you can just help but say, you know what? What a good God that we serve. Hallelujah. And so here we understood that one of the reasons why the devil has always been out and out for you and I, you know, regardless of how much we try to live our lives, is simple. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 14 from verses 12, it says, How you have fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. It says, For you are cut down to the ground, and you are weak, you who weaken the nations. And this is the reason why Satan envies you and I. The verse 13. It says, For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. Praise God. It says, For you said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. And I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest side of the north. And I will ascend above the height of the clouds. And I would be like the most high. Praise the name of the Lord. Now Paul in his revelation in the book of Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6. Tells us that everything the devil wanted God gave to man. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Ephesians 2 verse 6 says, Blessed be God that after yet we're sinners, yet Christ died. And for that reason, we are seated with Christ in where? Heavenly places. Hallelujah. And so you can understand the reason for his envy. That everything I wanted to accomplish, everything I wanted to become, praise the name of the Lord. God gave this useless creation, this same thing. And yet here I am, I have none of it. Praise the name of the Lord hallelujah and so for that reason you understand that from the very beginning god has always made man the object of his affection praise the name of the lord everything god did god did for man the bible said that what all things were created for what our pleasure hallelujah praise the name of the lord because the bible says here in the book of romans chapter 5 verse 7 to 9 it says for scarcely for a righteous man will one die it says yet 
Paraventure for a good man, some will even dare to die. But he says, but God, hallelujah, but God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ chose to die. And he says, much more then, be now justified by his blood, we shall be what? Saved from wrath through him. Praise God. It brings me to this conclusion that the greatest honor God gave to man was not money. The greatest honor God gave to man was not power. It was simply what? The image of God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. The greatest honor God could give to anybody or to any creation was that you and I were conformed to his image. Because you see, when you come to this understanding that God made you in his image, there is no need for me to be envious of you. Praise God. Because what you carry, I what I also carry. Praise the name of the Lord. And so Paul was saying that what let's not give ourselves to useless disputes. Because what in it it generates what? Strife. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so you understand that in as much as this honor has been given to us, there is a demand then on our lives. Praise God. Romans chapter 6, verse 17. Paul was saying, it says, But God be saved. That though you are slaves of sin, it says, yet you obeyed from your heart that form of doctrine to which you were delivered. It says, having been set free from sin, you became what? A slave unto righteousness. And it says, I speak in human terms because of the weakness of, of your flesh. For just as you presented your members as slaves of uncleanness and of lawlessness leading to more lawlessness, he says, so now present your members to slaves of righteousness for which is what? Holiness. Praise the name of the Lord. In other words, Jesus was saying a very important statement here. Just for the sake of time, in the verse 48 of that passage, Peter was asking Jesus a very interesting question. Because Christ was saying that, you know, that a time would come it says, woe to the man when the master comes, does not find him doing what the master wants. And so Paul was, Peter was asking, are you saying this to us? Or are you saying this to all the people? And Jesus said that, you know what? He says, for everyone to whom much is given. Hallelujah. He says, from him what? Much will be required. And to whom much has been committed of him, they will what? Ask the more. In other words, if God has committed his image to you and I, how much more do you think God demands of you and I? Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. It's almost like someone for whom perhaps I was privileged by God to um, sponsor the person to go to school. One day, that day will come. Hallelujah. And that day will come. I'm saying it for myself that a time would come when people would come to Swansea and at least they would have a scholarship on behalf of my family. Not the church. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because a man of God said that, you know what? If it's in your heart, God will put it in your hand. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So back to the conversation here. Jesus was saying that to whom for everyone much is given. The much that God has given you and I is that what? You and I are conformed to his image. Praise the name of the Lord. And so for that reason, we cannot afford to live our lives as we please. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. 
we live in a day and age where perhaps salvation is an accessory to our existence. Praise the name of the Lord. When I say an accessory, for many of us who are ladies here, when you were dressing up this morning, there were certain things you felt was necessary for you to wear in order for you to give it the look you wanted. Praise the name of the Lord. And for many of us, we wore our hairs. For some of us, we felt, oh, this earring doesn't match. And so I need to complement it with the color of my hair. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Then you began to compare the bags. All those things were what? An accessory to what? How you wanted to look. And so for us as believers, we now begin to treat salvation as an accessory. Praise the name of the Lord. In other words, I get to use Jesus only when I want to. Praise the name of the Lord. I only confess him only when it's convenient. But Paul was saying here in the book of Romans chapter 6, it says that for what? So now present your members as slaves of what? Righteousness, which is what? Holiness. Therefore, there is a demand on, of God on your life that if I found it worthy to invest my essence in you, then there is a demand that I place on your life. Praise God. In other words, you cannot what, afford to live your lives casually. Praise God. You know, Pastor Natanabasi will say something and he'll say that what? Your calling determines your consecration. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. When you read the book of Timothy, you begin to see how Paul began to enumerate certain professions or callings in the body of Christ. Praise God. He began to give an example of, okay, fine, if you're a deacon or you're an elder in the church, you can drink alcohol, but not much alcohol. Praise the name of the Lord. But when he got to the position of a bishop, he said what? You must not even taste alcohol at all. Praise the name of the Lord. In other words, your calling determines what? Your consecration. All I'm trying to say here is this. If God has invested his image in you, then there is a demand that I cannot afford to live my life anyhow. Praise the name of the Lord. Because if you understand the demands of honor, many of us, we are here for many reasons. You know, for someone said that, don't be angry that you went to church and you found your husband. And now your husband is not as, as he seems to be. He says in a church, a church is like a hospital. There are many what? Sick people. Praise the name of the Lord. What I'm trying to communicate here is simple is the fact that as a result of God investing his image in us, there is a certain way that we are supposed to live our lives. Praise God. Hallelujah. And that's what we're looking at uh, this morning. Because there is a demand that many of us have come to church for several reasons. For some of us, we are trusting God for a breakthrough. And perhaps you have heard that, you know, I went to church and pastor preached the message, he blessed me, and for that reason, I did this and this, and for that reason, my life changed. For some of you, you are trusting God for healing, and that when you come in the presence of God, God is in our midst here, and so he's at liberty to what? Heal anybody, as much as anybody that, that believes. Praise the name of the Lord. But regardless of the reason why you came to church, one thing must be accepted. The Bible says that what? Look at what Paul was saying in the anchor text. It says that what? In a house, praise God, verse 20. It says, but in a great house, they are not only vessels of gold and silver. It says, but also of wood and of clay, some for honor and some for dishonor. Hallelujah. In other words, it is not God who has failed. 
if we fail to accomplish whatever God has designed for us, it is not God, but you and I. Praise the name of the Lord. Because after Jesus died on the cross, those three sentences were made. It is what? Finished. Praise the name of the Lord. It is what? Finished. When I was in secondary school, I didn't used to do so well. Not because I wasn't intelligent. Praise God. But perhaps at that point in time, I had a different priority. And my dad made a statement that really woke me up. And you know, he said, perhaps you want to go to uni to study inheritance. I'm not leaving anything for you. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so he said that, you know what? I have paid your fees. And so for that reason, the ball is what? In your court. Hallelujah. And so just like Jesus, the Bible says that what? After he had done everything, the Bible said that what? He went to sit at the right hand of the Father. You only sit down when you have finished your work. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so here, Paul was saying that in a great house, in a church like this, there are some that are what? Of gold, some that are of silver, some of wood, and some of what? Clay. And it says, but some for honor and some for dishonor. It says, therefore, if anyone... This is why I love God. Because in him, there is no partiality. Praise God. The Bible calls him the lifter up of our head. He's the lifter of men. Praise God. So long as you subscribe to the God's expectations, you would get what God has already ordained for you and I. Praise God. And so many of us came to church for lifting. That's where I'm going. Because when you look at what honor means, honor means that what? You are showing someone utmost respect. You are, you know what? According them, some level of um, accolades. A good example is here in this United Kingdom, for those of or for those people who have contributed tangibly to the building of society and community at large, at some point in time, going forward now, because the queen is no longer, the king will invite them to the palace and they will give them what they call what? OBE or MBEs. For, for many of us that come from Nigeria, the equivalent to be GCON or ON or MFR or whatever it is, is an honor. Praise the name of the Lord. And the Bible says that what is man that you are mindful of him and that you have crowned him with what? Glory and with honor. In other words, you have already been honored. Praise God. You have already been what? Honored. However, for you to walk in the reality of that honor, there is something you and I must do. Praise the name of the Lord. In other words, this honor that we are looking into in this month of November, all that is designed is to let you know what you need to do. You know, a man of God said that, God told him and said that, you know what, there is a place for you at the top. He said that, but what? You are, if only you are interested in going to the top. Praise the name of the Lord. If only what? You are interested in going to the top. And so here, Paul is saying, therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he says he what? He will be what? A vessel of honor, sanctified, and what? Useful for the master. Praise God. Everything you are looking for in life, praise God. Everything you are looking for in life, with no exception, everything you are looking for in life is hidden in God using you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Whether it be children, 
whether it be marriage, whether it be career advancement, whether it be business breakthrough, whatever it is, everything you are looking for in God, praise the Lord, is dependent on God using you. Praise God. Because you see, there is no extent to which God would not do for anybody who is willing to do his bidding. This is why Matthew 6, 33 says what? Seek ye first the kingdom of God righteousness and all other things that be added what? unto you. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so here, we begin to look at what then is honor, just for the sake of time. What then is honor? What then is honor? We see that here it says honor means to treat, means to treat them or to regard them with special attention. To honor someone means to treat them with regard. Sorry, I duplicated this. Or to show them respect. Hallelujah. And so we begin to examine. Paul gave us a formula for us to understand that if we are going to be honored by God, three key things must be done. Hallelujah. And that's what we're looking at this morning. Three key things must be done. Number one is what? Cleanse. Praise the name of the Lord. Remember I said that for many of us, Jesus is an accessory to our existence. In other words, Jesus, I need you to come and do this thing for me. Praise God. And not what Jesus wants me to do. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. But guess what? If you are going to use God, or if God is going to use you, it must be on his terms and not your terms. Praise the name of the Lord. If God is going to honor you, praise the name of the Lord, if God is going to honor you, it has to be on his terms and not your terms. This is where many of us will find a struggle within our hearts. But God is asking me to do this, but I want to do this. Praise God. But the Bible says in the book of Isaiah, I believe it's in the book of chapter 26, it says that, shall the clay tell the potter, what are you doing? Praise God. Shall the clay tell the potter, what, what are you doing? You are here for God. Hallelujah. You and I exist in this place, on this earth, for God and not the reverse. This is why when we're praying, I said it here that God, we did not come here by chance. Or we did not come here because, oh, I'm here in church today because I chose to come to church. No. You are here because God wants you to be here. Praise the name of the Lord. Because you see, just like the things that we throw away and the things that we keep, it is based on what? Them being able to meet a need or to fill a certain gap. Praise God. So, so long as his breath in your lungs is a validation that what God is still interested in using you. And it's better we begin to align with what he wants us to do early such that we are able to fulfill his call upon our lives. And so Paul is saying that if you are going to be used of God, you must do what? Cleanse yourself. Hallelujah. Cleanse yourself. So 1 John chapter 1 verse 7 tells us that if we walk in the light as he is in the light, the Bible says that what? We have fellowship with one another. And it says, and the blood of Jesus Christ is able to what? Cleanse us from all sin. Praise God. You cannot be honored when there is sin existing in your life. Praise God. Hallelujah. Nobody, hallelujah, will be honored so long as there is what? Sin 
existing in their life. I don't know of anybody that wanted to run a race and they said, you know what, I'm going for the Olympics, but because I want to run this race based on my terms, I want to carry a backpack filled with rocks and I want to run with the rest. Praise the name of the Lord. To tell you how much weights can affect your race is the fact that down to the dressing of those athletes, it is as light as can be. Because any weight can affect their speed. Praise the name of the Lord. Any weight can affect what? Their speed. Why do you think your cars have what? A slim front. Praise God. The law of aerodynamics. Praise the name of the Lord. Because you see, if you are truly going to make your mark on the earth, the Bible says in Hebrews 11 verse 12, sorry, Hebrews 12 verse 1, it says, therefore, since we are surrounded by so great kind of witnesses, it says, therefore, what? Let us lay aside. Praise God. Let us what? Lay aside. Every what? Weight and every sin that doth easily beset us. Hallelujah. And so you realize that if God is truly going to honor, hallelujah, it is not because God wants to be partial. It's simply that if you are going to enjoy what I have for you, there are certain things that must be done. And that number one stands with what? Cleansing. And that cleansing starts with a decision. Praise God. That cleansing starts with a decision that I'm deciding. Many a times, one of the things that I've observed that discourages believers from walking with the Lord is because they think they are going to do this on their own strength. Praise God. Hallelujah. We believe that the most of my work with God is going to be what? Based on my strength. But all God is asking for you and I to do is what? Decide and I will take care of the rest. Praise God. Make that decision and I would what? Take care of the rest. Philippians 2 verse 13. I love that passage so much. It says, it is God who is at work in you both to will and to do of your good pleasure. Praise the name of the Lord. Have you noticed, for example, the day you decide, not that you are compelled to, the day you sincerely decide and say, God, I want to wake up this night to, to pray. He will wake you up. Praise the name of the Lord. Genuinely speaking, God will wake you up. But that's when you begin to contend with the flesh. Hallelujah. That perhaps, you know what? Let me just sleep for 30 more minutes. And 30 more minutes, you open your eyes, it's already sunny outside. Praise the name of the Lord. But the day you genuinely, this is what I'm trying to make you understand. That is what grace is all about. So Paul is saying that although I labor more than them all, it is not I, but what? The grace of God that is in me. Praise God. And so if God is going to honor us, Hallelujah. Or if you are going to enjoy this honor that he has already prepared for us, you must decide. That is why Joshua will say that what? As for me and my house, we will do what? We will serve the Lord. You must be willing to make that decision. Where do you stand with God? Are you in or you're out? Praise God. Because for many of us, it is God today, Jaye tomorrow. Praise the name of the Lord. 
said, it is God today and what I will flex tomorrow. But the Bible said that what? Let everyone that nameth the name of Christ do what? Depart from iniquity. You cannot have sin and be godly. It's not possible. At least basic science tells us that what? Water and oil, no matter how you try it, it cannot mix. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Because what? Both of them what? Repel each other. So if we are going to do this honor thing or to enjoy this God business, we must do what? Be willing to what? Cleanse ourselves. Praise God. Hallelujah. And that cleansing is the day you decide, Jesus, I'm ready for you. I've shared it here so many times. I've attended so many altar calls. Praise God. I've attended many altar calls. I can't even number. But they came a day. Hallelujah. They came a day. That day. Since that day, I'm not going for any altar call again. Hallelujah. To the glory of God. Because I decided in my heart. You know what? This me and this Jesus is to the day he calls me home. Hallelujah. And God has been what? Helping me. God has been what? Helping me. All I'm trying to say this morning to my, to my brother and my sister is this. Don't be afraid of what the cost would be. Just trust God for the supply of grace. Hallelujah. Paul will say that, you know what? I know that by your prayers and by the supply of the Spirit. Hallelujah. At any point in time that you are in need, God is there to what? Supply his need or our need according to what? His riches in glory. Hallelujah. All he's asking for you to what? Is to what? Cleanse yourself. And so cleansing happens the day you say, you know what? Jesus, come into my life and make me whole. Then you bring yourself under the covering of the blood of Jesus. The Bible said that the blood of Jesus is able to what? Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Praise God. Number two is that what we must flee. Praise God. You must flee. You know, the only way I can explain flee is a higher degree of wrong. Hallelujah. The only way I can explain is the word is a higher is wrong promax. Hallelujah. In, in other words, don't even negotiate. Hallelujah. Don't even what negotiate. One of the biggest lies of the devil is that what I can handle it. Praise God. Particularly for those who are struggling with fornication or adultery. You know, the Holy Spirit is telling you, if you go down this line, if you go down this line, and I say, ah, don't worry. Don't worry. I know what I'm doing. Praise the name of the Lord. But you see, it is foolishness to boast in the flesh. When you begin to boast in the flesh, it's obvious that what? You are a child. Because you see, for those of us, for those of us whom God is helping, the secret is to what? Flee. Don't even negotiate. Just like Joseph, I don't even negotiate with sin. The moment I cite temptation, I run. Praise the name of the Lord. Because you see, nobody is too big to fall. Hallelujah. Nobody is too big to fall. So Paul was saying here that what? If we are going to fulfill our call, he said that you must what? Flee from what? Youthful lust. Anything that entices the flesh is a lust. Praise God. It's not just after women or whatever it is. Whatever is contending with God in your heart is lost. Praise the name of the Lord. 
Hallelujah. You know, there's a book that I read a long time ago by A.W. Tozer, The Pursuit of God. The summary of that book was saying that when God made man, in God's heart, in man's heart, God had a place. He has already designed that I want to occupy this place. And that is the entirety of your heart. But as a result of the issues of life, many of us try to fill that gap with so many things. For some, you think, oh, if I get this job, by the time I do this and this and this and this, I will find peace and fulfillment. Now, you will get those things, but yet something is missing. Praise God. You will say, oh, you know what? If I get married, marriage is my issue now. Praise, ask those who are married. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. You see, it's marriage that will reveal all your inadequacies. You know, like, when you are fasting, Praise God. If you notice, it's when you are fasting that you are tended to be angry the most. Yeah. Hallelujah. It is only the Holy Spirit trying to bring out the nonsense in you. Praise God. So that you can deal with it. So what marriage does is to begin to expose your flaws. Praise God. And so you see here that when anything that you try to replace God with, you realize that it doesn't satisfy. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so here in the book, he was saying that until God takes his rightful place, life makes no meaning. That's why a song will say what? Give me Jesus. That's all I want. Because in him, everything that I need, that I would ever need, is found in Christ. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so back to the question, he said that what? You must what? Flee. You must run. It's, it's, you cannot negotiate with temptation. You can't. You know, the, let's use based on age and maturity. The devil is other than you and I. If, if I'm going to say it's based on age, the devil is other than you and I. So all the tricks, he knows them all. We only know a fraction. But by the help of the Holy Spirit, he begins to give you certain signals. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. But thank God for mercy that is helping us. Hallelujah. The last point, it says what? Pursue. In other words, as you are running from something, be aggressively chasing the other thing. Praise God. Because you see what? Nature abhors vacuum. Praise God. Nature does what? Abhors vacuum. In other words, you cannot say you want to stop smoking and don't fill that gap with something else. Guess what? You will smoke the more. Praise the name of the Lord. Nature abhors what? Vacuum. So when it comes to pursuing godliness, is a replacement principle. In other words, for every evil habit I have, I must replace it with what? A good habit. If truly, I want to fulfill what God wants me to do. Praise God. And so Paul is saying that what? We must do what? Pursue what? Righteousness. But that's number one. Pursue what? Righteousness. In other words, there must be a hunger to just be right with God. Hallelujah. There must be a deliberate hunger. And that hunger, you know, someone said that hunger is a proof of life. Praise God. Hunger is a proof of life. Have you noticed that when you're sick, you're not hungry? Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so when you're sick spiritually, the things of God do not even excite you any longer. That's an evidence that what you are going down. And so Paul is saying that what? Pursue what? Righteousness. In other words, everything I can do within my power, as God gives me grace to, I must pursue righteousness. 
In other words, if I used to read my Bible five minutes a day, that hunger will lead me to read more. If it's in place of prayer, I must do more. If it's in terms of service, to commit myself the more. Because the more I get myself lost in God, the more God is able to use me. But he said, don't just pursue righteousness. He said, pursue faith. Everything, the Bible said, are what? The just. The just shall do what? Live by what? Faith. Hallelujah. Faith is the basis upon which we do everything. The Bible said that what? By faith we know that everything, that this world that was created, was created by the word of God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. By what? Faith. That means there must be a commitment to building yourself in the faith. Hallelujah. There must be a sincere commitment. What's your plan? You know, I love what we learned um, on Thursday at the goal setting webinar. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. There must be commitment to growth. You don't grow by chance. You grow by what? Your choice. You don't grow by chance. No, I don't know anybody that says, oh, you know what? I want to lose weight. And so for that reason, I just that choice is all I need to do. And the weight will shed off itself. Praise God. It's by the daily choices. It's the daily choices. It compounds every single day. By the things that we decide to avail ourselves. So when it comes to the faith business, there must be a commitment to what? Building your faith sincerely. Then it talks about love. Love is the basis of our Christianity, for goodness sake. Hallelujah. We live in a day and age where people don't love anymore. Praise God. Our Christianity is more transactional. In other words, what can you do for me? The day you stop doing it for me, then, bye-bye. Praise the name of the Lord. But you see, we must go back to how it used to be. Where you genuinely love somebody because of the love of God. Hallelujah. That you want to do things not because of what you can get, but just because I love Jesus. Hallelujah. That is why it says that what that you do this with those. He said that what those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Peace. I know we all know what peace is all about. Hallelujah. And so even as I begin to conclude, you understand because from next week we begin to look at the other side of honor. Hallelujah. Because honor is, is a double-edged sword. There is something that God will want you to do. But when, you are, when your obedience is complete, we begin to look at the things that come as a result of my obedience. Hallelujah. Because you see, every challenge to any man is traceable to disobedience. Praise God. And disobedience is equivalent to what? Dishonor. Hallelujah. But the beauty of it is that God is in the business of restoration. So the psalm is to say that what? Psalm 71 verse 21. It says, restore unto me the honor which would what I had before. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. God is in the business of reconciliation. I always tell people, there was a colleague of mine that I was talking to about Christ some years ago. And the guy said, you know what, Jeff, just leave this God thing, you know. I've sold my soul to the devil. Oh yes, he said it. And I told him, I said, you know, look. There is nobody who is too far gone that God cannot save. Hallelujah. It all starts with what? A decision. That you are here and you are saying, but God, I just need your help. I have tried this other way. It's not working. 
All I just need is that, Lord, I need your help. If you're like one of those people here today, why don't you just bow your head? Because you see, God is in the business of restoring. When we begin to look at the topics in the coming day, Sundays to come, we begin to understand the glory and the virtue God has called us unto. But like I mentioned earlier on, if we are going to be honored, there is a criteria. And it starts with what? Making a decision to cleanse yourself. And that cleansing simply means that you accept Jesus as your Lord and your personal Savior. And so perhaps you are here, you have not even known this Jesus before. Or perhaps he was an accessory to your existence. But now you want to make him the reason for your living. This is a new day. Just like Jesus said to Zacchaeus, he said, today salvation has come into your household. So if you're like one of those people, just say with me, Lord Jesus. Say, have mercy on me. Say, forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me with your blood. I acknowledge that you died on the cross of Calvary for me. And on the third day, you rose again. I ask that, Lord, you would forgive me of my sins. Granting me the realities of the new creation. Even as I confess you as my Lord and my personal Savior. Gracious Father in heaven, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. For those who perhaps they have opened their hearts up to you as you have knocked on their hearts this morning. I ask that Father in the name of Jesus, make your rest in their hearts, O God. Transform their lives in the name of Jesus. Sweet Holy Spirit, open their eyes to who they truly are in you. That above all, just like the prodigal son, that you, they have returned to the arms of the Father and they would give them the robe of righteousness. That Lord, from this day forward, sin has no hold on them any longer. That the grace of God needed to run this journey to the end, Lord, you would release unto them in the name of Jesus. And Father, for everyone else, we are asking for grace to keep running. The Bible said that unto him who is able to keep you from falling, would preserve you unto the very end. Lord, this is what we are asking for, O oh God. That none of us here will be missing on the day of salvation. That Lord, O oh God, in heaven we will get the privilege to sing Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. With all the 24 elders and the angelic beings glorifying your holy name, O oh God. That everything will be done to the glory and honor of your name. Thank you, Almighty God, for hearing our prayers. Blessed be your holy name, O God. For the truth, you are a good God. You are a faithful Father. You are a covenant keeper. You are the God who is, who was, and for remain the same. And for this reason, we say thank you. Blessed be your holy name, O God in heaven. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And so I end with this statement. It says, For godliness is not the consequence of capacity to imitate God but is the consequence of his capacity to reproduce himself in you. Not self-righteousness, but Christ's righteousness. The righteousness which comes by what? Faith. Hallelujah. This is the righteousness that what comes by faith and faith alone. And I trust that God will help us in this journey in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah.